You're listening to Rat Race, stories of addiction and recovery with your host, Jody and AZ. In this episode, we'll tell you what to look for when finding a safe space. We've been trying to get this podcast started for a while, and here we are. We're here at Howl at the Moon. Um, I'm here with uh, Jody. Uh, first of all, thank you for uh, doing this with me. Thanks, AZ. Great to be here today. And so today I'm going to get a better understanding of as to why we're doing this. And so I have eight years sober off of alcohol. That was my drug of choice. And I have a lot of stories around that, trying to get off of it and getting into recovery and a lot that, that I bring to the table in that sense. And so Jody, you have uh, seven years off of the uh, b- booze and um, you've bartended, my understanding is your entire life. That's and, correct. Yeah. And you've worked 10 years uh, at Fort Williams, which is just south of Thunder Bay here and where you worked with uh, addictions and recovery, which essentially is ground zero. Uh, and now as of this year, you made the announcement January, 2023, that uh, you want to open up a cafe a sober cafe, uh, Howl at the Moon, and the doors were officially open at the end of March. I know there's a lot there. There's a lot for me to dive into. But before we do that, tell me about why. Like, why are you here today? We're sitting in Thunder Bay at Howl at the Moon. At the very back, we have a, a podcast set up, two microphones, a computer, and an interface here recording our audio. So uh, tell me a little bit about why and when did you f- know that this is what I want to do? Yeah, well, first of all, I want to start easy by saying uh, thanks for this. I'm really uh, glad to be sitting here with you uh, working on this project. This is something I've been looking forward to doing now for a couple of months. I still remember when you came in the first time and proposed the idea of a podcast to me and uh, immediately I thought it was just an amazing idea and I know you and I connected right away um, and uh, you know we've been talking about bringing this this podcast to life now for, for a couple of months and and here we are now uh, on the cusp of launching our first episode and uh, I'm really really excited about that so thanks a lot for for coming in here and uh, thanks for your support and advocacy for uh, the Howl at the Moon project and and for believing in, in what I'm doing here in Thunder Bay. I'm really excited about this project. And, and like you said, it's it's true. I, I'm seven years sober uh, from alcohol. And uh, I've spent my whole entire life working as a bartender, working at some of the busiest bars and nightclubs in Ontario. Um, at the tail end of my career, I, I spent uh, the last 10 years working in downtown Fort William, uh, which is essentially ground zero for Thunder Bay's drug and alcohol crisis. And... Uh, during that uh, last 10 years, I, I decided to uh, to get sober myself, um, and by the grace of Creator, I was able to do that. And, uh, you know, working in downtown Fort William really changed my my life, and it changed my view on on alcohol and, and addictions. Yeah, I met some really amazing people down there and made some really incredible friends along the way, but uh, most of my friends are, are stuck in that cycle of addiction. And it, uh, it really opened my eyes working downtown Fort William because... Uh, I started to lose people. I started to lose friends to addiction, whether it was through their, their bodies breaking down from just excessive use or whether it was um, overdoses or whether it was gang-related violence. Uh, I saw all those things in downtown Fort William and that all played into what 
eventually led up to me opening uh, this safe sober space called Hell at the Moon. So you're correct when you said that uh, I made the announcement in January of 2023 to the community that uh, Hell at the Moon would uh, would open. This idea had been uh, kind of brewing in my mind for quite some time leading up to the open because uh, after I got sober, I continued to bartend in downtown Fort William. And a lot of times I'd see my friends go and get sober and I was always happy for them. But the problem was what, what I'd noticed was that uh, a lot of them ended up back in the bar scene because they ended up getting bored and lonely and they, they missed that social. And from my perspective, working behind the bar, the minute they walked in that, uh, that front door, I, I already knew they were going to relapse. And uh, inevitably, they always did relapse. And sometimes they lasted a little longer sober uh, than other times. Well, for example, there were people who came in and were drinking Pepsi for, for a week, sometimes a, a month, even a few months. But uh, inevitably, every single time, they'd, they'd end up relapsing. It just took a little longer sometimes. And I started to think to myself, you know, what we really need is uh, a space where where people can still go out and get that social that they're looking for, uh, where they can still go out and enjoy live bands or a comedy show or sing karaoke, where they can have access to resources, where they can get dressed up and have a night out on the town, but uh, you know where there are no drugs and alcohol, where there aren't those triggers and where there's a really low risk of, of relapsing and where they might get the, the support that they need. So um, that's what uh, started to kind of build in my mind. And um, the circumstances and the situation just uh, were perfect earlier this year for me to pull the trigger on this project and make the announcement. And I, I believe uh, it was on January 14th. 2023, where I announced to the city of Thunder Bay that we'd be opening up Thunder Bay's first no alcohol bar. Um, and then we spent the following couple of months doing some renovations here at the space. And we opened our doors to the public for the first time on uh, March 31st. And now here we are uh, over six months later. And uh, you and I are sitting here and we're about to launch Thunder Bay's first uh, addictions and recovery podcast. And, and I'm really excited about that. Thanks for sharing that, Jody. And there's a lot there for us to dissect on. And one of the things is that when I first sobered up, I was finding healthy environments and spaces to go to and where I would feel comfortable in terms of possibly sharing my stories or having a safe environment where I can just go have a coffee and not be around booze. And at the time, I was in Western Canada and there was a lack of that. Uh, and so I'm a huge advocate for your project and what you're doing here. Before we get into more about Howl at the Moon Cafe, can you take me to a time downtown Fort Williams? You mentioned that you worked at a bar and there was a, a bunch of people coming and going. Is there a moment or a story that you can share that was like, okay, I've had enough and it's time for me to kind of do my own thing. Well, there's one specific story per se that stands out, but uh, the truth is that as my career in downtown Fort William, the time I spent down there started to uh, to tick on. Um, I just noticed that young people and people of, of all ages for that matter, but especially younger people were dying. And uh, that was a result of excessive drug and alcohol use, uh, and that was a result of overdoses and connections to gangs, gang violence, etc. And uh, it, it really uh, opened my eyes to uh, the major issues that we're dealing with here in Thunder Bay with regards to addiction. You know, 
there were times where I would see people overdose multiple times inside of a period of a, a couple of weeks, you know, and, uh, and it just really made me think, uh, wow, like my friends are really struggling and suffering. They're just using drugs and alcohol to numb out. And, uh, I start to realize that, uh, we're in a crisis here in Thunder Bay. And after going to more funerals than I can even remember, felt compelled to really try and make some positive change here and help in any way that I could. Um, it's, it's hard down there and, uh, life for my friends down there is, is really difficult. It's a, it's a cycle of addiction and, um, a lot of them will never make it out. Thunder Bay really is, uh, in the midst of a crisis. And, and I don't think that we have enough resources here to handle that crisis. And, uh, health the moon is, is my attempt to, um, to help in my own way by providing a space where people can come and get access to resources, access to encouragement, um, sober community building, you know, where people can meet other people on their healing journeys, um, uh, in a safe environment. And, uh, also uh, that access to culture, for my Anishinaabek brothers and sisters, it's so important that we connect with the culture and the language. And we do events that are tied to culture here in this space too. For example, we have big drums and we have Ojibwe language socials that happen in the space, just uh, well, variety meetings, things that, that, uh, that are all conducive to healing. Um, I really find that, uh, outside of meetings and, uh, organized, uh, recovery programs per se, there really isn't anything. So people will do great while they're in uh, say a residential treatment program for the 30 days, or they'll do great while they're at a, a meeting for two hours. But what happens when they come off of that, that 30 day program, or they come out of that two hour meeting, they're, they're basically just going right back out into the community. And, and Thunder Bay uh, is just a really, really dangerous place for people, especially in early recovery. So I think that safe spaces are, are really needed in this city. And, uh, we're trying to provide that and we're really trying to build that, that sense of community among the, uh, the recovery community here at Health the Moon. Jody, like a meeting gives us that one hour of sustainability, let's say soberness, we're away from toxic things. Uh, whereas a space like Howl at the Moon, it's available longer. There's more hours within a day. Uh, someone that's struggling needs to still get through. And Howl at the Moon being that space. What else? So we have this podcast. We've decided to do this podcast both as hosts and we have the space Howl at the Moon. And and so part of what I see with our podcast is it offers audience an escape as to what people struggling in addiction can do and share our stories on that and what has helped us and, and what we've gone through. But then there's also the space here where people can come and use whether they want to share in person or listen to what other people have gone through. And so this space here being used, Howl at a Moon or the podcast being used to reach out to our listeners. Well, I think it's really important that we normalize recovery, you know, and, and, and make it, you know, uh, something that's attainable by, by anyone who puts in the work and, and wants to do it. And I think by, uh, providing this podcast, we're going to offer our listeners uh, somewhere to go once a week where they can listen from anywhere to some stories uh, that they may personally be able to relate to and also give them access to some resources. They might be able to personally relate to 
my story or your story or the stories of some of the guests that we're going to bring on to uh, upcoming episodes. It's a space where they can learn something about themselves uh, or, or gain access to some information that they didn't have access to otherwise, some resources. Um, so I think that having this podcast is a really positive thing for, for listeners to be able to tune into on their own time. And of course, having the, the physical space here is, is super important because like we, we both said that, uh, you know, once the meeting's over, uh, what, what else is there? Where, where is there to go? And I think people are still craving that social and they're still craving uh, wanting to be around other people and they're not going to be judged and they can gain access to some, some material and resources that will be helpful on their own healing journey, whether it's a well-variety meeting or whether it's talking to somebody who has a, a couple of years of sobriety under their belts who might have some really valuable information or suggestions for them to, uh, to excel on, on their own healing journey. So these safe spaces, whether it's the podcast or the brick and mortar here, uh, I, I think we need more of them, you know, and I, I'm, I'm happy that we have this, this space now and this podcast here in Thunder Bay. And uh, I'm really hoping that people come and use the space and people listen to this podcast because I think it could be really helpful for, for a lot of people. I'm totally receptive to what you just said, Jody, and it's having those exit strategies. Yes, I have a craving to go do this, or whether it's toxic, whether it's alcohol, whether it's drugs, or whether it's something else. But one thing I learned to do in recovery is having exit strategies. And an exit strategy can be calling a friend, for example, or tuning into my favorite podcast that's going to give me a mental escape, that's going to make my craving towards that toxic thing go away, or visiting a, a sober environment. And a cafe or Howl at the Moon isn't the only sober space, but this is something that's available around the clock and it's available to the public. And so there's multiple ways to do it. And I think this space here, both the podcast and Howl at the Moon provide that exit strategy that whether someone's in recovery or whether someone's addicted can seek out to. I totally agree with you, AZ. And uh, that's why I think it's so exciting that, that we met and that we, uh, share those opinions on those particular topics. And uh, there's no doubt that Thunder Bay is a city in crisis. And I know we've, we've mentioned that earlier in the, in, in the podcast too, but it is. And we need as many tools and resources as we can possibly get for people. You know, I, I just want people to live. I want people to thrive and survive. I want people to get healthy. And, and I, I think that you probably share those sentiments and uh, we need all the resources and tools we can get our hands on to help encourage that and to help make that possible for people. Again, I feel like uh, one of the biggest reasons that relapses happen are that that people just feel like they uh, they, they don't know what to do or or where to go. They they just lack those connections because outside of an organized meeting or outside of an organized treatment program, they're they're really left to their own devices, and it's so easy just to fall back into that trap to go to hang out with um, people who are maybe still using, maybe, maybe those are, are family members or friends to, to go to a bar because you're, you're, you're bored and, and, and shoot some pool. And before you know it, you're, you're, you're back to drinking, you know I mean? It's just so easy to, to do those things in Thunder Bay. And I, I'm hoping that having tools like this podcast and tools like the brick and mortar uh, location that we have at Health and Moon, it's going to maybe deter some of those things. And maybe people will use these tools that we're offering, you know, when they're feeling um, hopeless or helpless, and they'll maybe be less likely to uh, to relapse and, and be more successful on their on their healing journeys. One of the things that this podcast will also bring, Jody, is, is that um, we will be sharing our stories of how we got out of scenarios during addiction 
and what we did to get out of it and what recovery looks like to us, but it'll be backed up by stories. And we'll also bring on others. There's a lot of questions, knowledge on addiction and recovery that we don't know. We're not experts in the medical field in any means or or social worker fields. We bring forward what we have gone through day in and day out. And the idea there is that our listeners or be able to project their experience onto what we've gone through. So keeping that in mind, our podcast is backed up by stories and interviews. We'll bring on other guests to fill the gap of things that we don't know. And uh, going forward, I'll be interviewing Jody and we'll have Jody's story and it'll be brought to you in a series of episodes. And then I will highlight my story and what life used to be like, what addiction looked like and what recovery is like now is kind of the framework there. And then we'll pick hot topics in society or any topic in recovery and addiction. We'll talk about it. We'll back it up with a story and come out with a message. Yeah, I'm excited to share my story. And I'm also excited to uh, to have you share your story, Izzy, because uh, I'm confident that there will be other people who may be able to relate to those stories. But having said that, uh, I'm also really excited uh, about bringing on guests on future episodes because I, I think that those lived experiences when they're shared are really, really powerful because maybe maybe my story isn't a story that you can relate to, or maybe Easy's story isn't a story that you can relate to, but maybe one of our guests has a story that you that you can relate to. And I'm really excited to to bring on these uh, these shared uh, stories of lived experiences in addiction and uh, lived experiences in recovery. There are just so many amazing stories uh, and, and people who have overcome their addictions, and there there have been like obviously uh, hurdles on that journey too. It's never necessarily a straight line to recovery. And my hope and my goal is that by people coming on and sharing their stories that collectively we can help each other because I think that uh, together we're, we're stronger. And I feel like if, if we can benefit from hearing uh, about others' journeys, uh, maybe learn from some of the mistakes that they made along the way and then benefit from some of the things that really helped them on, on their journey to, to healing, you know, maybe it'll make it easier for people who just don't even know where to begin. Because I, I think a lot of people, uh, they recognize that they're addicted. They're tired of being addicted. They, they don't like the hustle and and the lifestyle that comes along with being addicted, they're ready to make some positive changes in their life, but sometimes they don't even know where, where to begin, where to take that first step. And uh, I feel like by us sharing our stories and bringing on other people to share their stories and their lived experiences, that'll uh, inspire and encourage um, some people who are on the fence about recovery uh, to take that first step on their healing journey. And uh, with any luck at all, maybe we can grow this uh, sober community uh, one person at a time. And I'm excited about that. I'm I'm excited to to know where we're going to take this. What what this looks like months from now. What this looks like two years from now. It's something that we both committed to is recording every Sunday. We're going to commit, and we're we've already have. We're uh, we've been meeting countless Sundays up to today, and we're going to continue to do this going forward, whether we're in the same room or whether we're virtually elsewhere. And so there's a lot to share. I'm excited about it and and I'm looking forward to really deep diving into your story of your behaviors as a kid and up until today and drawing parallels to see what's still there and what you're using your behaviors for today. Um, I see a lot of good things here at Hall at the Moon 
And I'm excited about the space, both the the podcasting space and your physical space here. And um, and I'm looking forward to doing this project with you. Yeah, likewise, I'm I'm really excited about working uh, with you on this podcast as well, Easy. I I, uh, I know we're both really passionate about it, and I know we're both coming at this podcast project um, in in a good way. Uh, you know, we really are coming at it with with good intentions and. Uh, I, I, that resonates with our listeners because we're really both really grateful for our sobriety and for the opportunities that, that we've had uh, as a result of our sobriety. And we really both truly just want to give back to the community and uh, and be part of the solution here. And this podcast uh, is part of that solution. So uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing where this takes us to, AZ. Thanks a lot. All right, Jody. And uh, thanks for joining me today. Amazing. Thank you. Yeah. There you have it. We identified what a safe space can do for you both in addiction and recovery. This is Rat Race, Stories of Addiction and Recovery podcast. Please listen to episode two where we explain why we picked the name Rat Race. And as a reminder, we release episodes every Thursday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you find your podcast. You can visit our website at www.ratracepodcast.com. Feel free to leave us a message. And please do hit subscribe to continue to join us on our journey. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.